Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, episode 598. And we're still focusing on energy creation. We started with the discussion of uh, about energy in Anna's podcast and then energy bombs and energy sucks. And yesterday we covered daily energy creation. Today I want to talk about in the trenches. And what does that mean? Well, it means that it's really easy to talk about things from a conceptual point of view. It's easy to talk about how things ought to work and what we should do and all that stuff. And, and then say, well, you shouldn't shit on yourself and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And it's quite another thing to deal with in the trenches, day-to-day work with respect to energy that you have both spiritually, mentally, physically to do whatever it is that you're planning to do. Now, this podcast, of course, is focused on creating your ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. And having the energy to do that, do it well and do it in a way that's fun and happy is really the key to all of this. So let's let's dig into this. Uh, Your ultimate life, I've got a definition, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. Now, who wouldn't want that? A life where every day you're fueled by a purpose. You have something that drives you, something you want to do. And we've all experienced that. I remember as a kid... Uh, in the uh, time closing out the year, school year, every, every year between April and May and the first part of June, school usually ended the first week in June where I went to school in California. And right after that many years, we would go up to Wyoming to my uncle's dairy farm and stay there for several weeks, sometimes a couple of months, and help with the hay harvesting and stuff like that. But the work that I used to do, I used to want to earn money, so do extra chores and things around the house to earn some money. So I had some spending money for vacation during the time I was up at the farm. And there were several things that my brother and I, who who uh, we did a lot of stuff together, but we used to uh, like to have a bit of money to spend on, you know, candy or fireworks or at the fair or wherever we were going to go. And so that work was contingent on having something to do. And that was my goal. My goal was to have money for vacation. That was a goal. It worked. I earned money. Now, what are your goals? The ultimate life, a purpose. What is your purpose? Do you have a purpose for getting up every day? That's something besides when I was a kid, you know, earning money for vacation, that's a short-term purpose. And sometimes those are good. Do you have a bigger purpose? If you don't, why not? Have you, do you not want one? Do you not know what it is? Do you not know how to do that? Have you tried and, and it's been unfulfilling or unrewarding? 
I did not <clears throat> have a rewarding and motivating purpose for most of my life. I had a, a belief system that I that was you know, forced on me, crammed down my throat as a kid. I was supposed to do certain things, and you know the promise was, if you do this, you know you'll be you'll be happy, kind of like you know be a good boy and you'll go to heaven. And you don't really know what that is, and you don't really know what be a good boy means. It means not piss off your parents and get, you know, punished or something, or teachers or whoever. Well, those aren't very motivating goals. And if they are, they work with negative motivation, fear-based motivation. When you're in the daily trenches of life, and you're grown up, and you're an adult, and you're, you're off on your own, and maybe you have kids and, or even grandkids, or, or you're an empty nest or whatever... It can be really easy to have no particular reason. And you find motivation in small spurts and, okay, you know, this would be fun to do and that's it. That isn't very satisfying. And at least in my experience, and I'm not trying to tell anybody else how to live, but my experience is that doesn't keep you going very long. Priorities shift. You do a little of this and a little of that and jump around here, a bit of this and a bit of that. And there's no real long-term satisfaction in it. So finding, declaring, discovering, however you want to phrase it, your purpose for being alive every day is important. Now, I can give you a whole bunch of suggestions that might spark your thinking. Sometimes we are, a purpose is forced on us. uh, Grandparents, one of their kids gets hurt or becomes dysfunctional, and so there are grandchildren to raise, and then that becomes the purpose. Uh, you can decide you want to take on a, a project. I had a beautiful opportunity to speak this morning with a woman who was a, a school superintendent. And for many years, she's retired. And now she's writing books. And they're children's books. And they're beautiful. And I love the title, Don't Be That Kid. Oh, And it was about school situations and things that were not really taught very well. How to deal with emotions and frustrations and setbacks and bullying and you know, what the cause of those are and how to do it, how to deal with them and what the rest of us who are watching those things unfold, what our responsibility is and so forth. And that was clear, the desire to serve, to love children, to bless them, to help them be, do, have more, better lives was driving her and that was her motivation. And it was beautiful to talk to her and to hear about that. What's your motivation? What's your big motivation? My goal right now is 10 million people helping 10 million people to discover, develop, and serve with their divine gifts. That's my purpose right now. And everything I do from this podcast to the YouTube videos to music to books that I'm writing to coaching groups that I'm running to private coaching, it's to help each person I interact with connect understand, live into who they really are, a divine being with gifts and talents who has infinite possibility. That's who we all are. And sometimes when we get down in the trenches and have the crap beat out of us day after day or week after week, or we try things and they fail or people don't support us and there's all kinds of downers going on around us, it's hard to do. We lose motivation. We lose that energy we talked about now, yesterday we talked about processes to create energy daily physical processes and spiritual processes i use the acronym spem spiritual physical 
emotional, mental, as sort of a guide for four different parts of life. And it's a, a lengthy morning ritual that I have every day to create and to live into, to affirm who I want to be in the context of that larger vision that I just described. You may have a vision of being the best dad or the best mom or the, the best musician in a particular way or the best something. That's all fine. Does it motivate you? If it doesn't, then it isn't much of a goal. It isn't much of a purpose. I know that finding a purpose <clears throat> is powerful and good. I also know that it can be a huge distraction where I have had clients that spend a lot of time twirling around in the find a purpose mode, find the right thing, and then they end up wasting a lot of time essentially spinning around in circles. I don't have the magic bullet for perfect answer, but here's what I know. I know that complete clarity, clarity is overrated. It is not found, it is created. And that's a little rhyming thing that I created to remind myself of a real truth. And that truth is this. We all have to move forward with incomplete information. Sometimes with very little information and sometimes for long periods of time. Even with that truth, you still have a sense of what's a good idea and what's not. You have an internal compass that guides you. Listen to it. We talked about meditation yesterday in the context of creating energy and trusting what comes to you as truth is that guidance. <clears throat> so even if you don't have clarity, complete clarity, clarity is overrated, it's not found, it's created. You know how you create it? With action. So meditate, lean into yourself, into your intuition, and do the things that seem right. Do the things that appear to you, that pull on you, that feel the best, the best to your highest self. It's always easy to just, oh, what's in it for me? What's going to make me feel good right this minute here and now? You know what? That isn't fulfilling in the long term. It's not even fulfilling in the short term. It might be fulfilling in the micro term, a few hours or a day or two. <clears throat> but ultimately, staying focused on what's in it for me isn't fulfilling. We're built to love and serve each other, and that's the nature of our creator and the nature of our creation. Now, let's get to when you're in the trenches. When you're in the trenches and you've done your daily energy creation, you need to create a daily work plan. What am I going to do today? I use calendars <clears throat> very effectively. I use colors in my calendar and show different kinds of work in different colors, like all the work on myself, morning ritual and all that sort of stuff. That's one color. Client calls are another color. Podcasting work like this and others are another color. Studio work is another color. Writing books is another color. Doing work, volunteer work, church and other things, that's another color. And I do that so that I can just look at my week and see I've got everything in there I want to be doing. And that feels good. Now, <clears throat> what happens when we create these daily work plans, you and I both know, is immediately one of two things happen. One, something intervenes, like some real thing steps in, knocks you over, boom, and, and it's like, oh, no, I can't do that. <clears throat> and it pushes you out. There's two reactions to that. One is get mad and nothing ever works and no good to plan anyway. Well, that isn't helpful. The other thing is to just do the best you can with it with a positive attitude and learning. Okay, this got in the way. 
It's push this out of the way. When you've put stuff in your calendar in blocks, you can move those around to make sure the important things are done. And that's an important piece of creating time, having control of your time or yourself. We don't really control time, but we control ourselves. I created a time course about how to create time for joy and productivity. If you want more information about that, the website, www.kellenflukiger.com is the place to find that. But that daily work execution or daily play execution, if, you, if you're living into and focused on who you have declared yourself to be and what you really want to stand for in the world, then there's no such thing as work. It's all fun. And I love doing all of it every day, every minute. Now, when, uh, so when you get interrupted, one of two things, you can get mad about it and get frustrated, or you can just go with the flow, rearrange things as necessary. And instead of resisting the thing that happened, lean into it. Like if something has truly interrupted you, lean into it, enjoy it, do it the best you can, all in, all the way, instead of fighting against it. I used to do that badly. Here's what I would do. Let's say I got interrupted and that happens. And Joy is running an antique stall. And so sometimes I've asked her to put these on the calendar and she doesn't usually once in a while. And she'll say, well, I need to do this. I need your help. And so that isn't a few minutes. That means we got to load furniture and it takes three or four hours. Okay. Now I could resent that and be negative, And that might've been Kellen in another universe. But today Kellen says, yeah, okay. I want to support you. Because one of my big purposes is to love and serve my wife because I love her with all my being. And so I, I want to do that. So when the opportunity comes to do that, yeah, I got to move stuff on my calendar. I got to move it out of the way and I got to change things. And maybe I don't get stuff done today or even this week that I was going to. But instead of being frustrated about it, I choose. And this is a choice. I lean into that opportunity. We get to drive there together. We get to have some time to talk. We get to talk about the stall and how it's doing or her marketing work. She runs all of our marketing for our business, my coaching business and the books and everything else. And she publishes books for clients. So I get to ask how that's going and catch up. And there's all this beautiful thing that can come from that that I would completely miss if I chose to be negative about it. On top of that, it would create a negative resistance energy between us because it would be clear that I was grumpily complying with this request <clears throat> when I can choose in that moment to lean into it and to love it. Now, that's a small example, and it's only one example, but it's true. Your car can break down, and you can just lean into fixing it and accept it like it is and figure out how you can do stuff while you're waiting somewhere for whatever it is you have to wait for. Or you can chafe and be mad and be frustrated about all the things that didn't happen. Those are fundamental choices for your energy, the energy to create your ultimate life. When you choose to harbor, to foster, to grow, to live in, to swirl around in negative energy, it hurts you. It hurts your heart. It hurts the love that fires you. It hurts everything about who you are and what you're doing. On the other hand, when things interrupt, and those distractions come, little ones or big ones, if you handle them with love, and that doesn't mean you derail everything for every little distraction. You might loving, lovingly put it off. Say, you know what, I can do that, but not till 3 o'clock or not till tomorrow. And, and that may be the choice you make. Or if you decide to do it, lovingly lean into that. So in the trenches, when you're creating the energy for your ultimate life, 
every day. Prepare yourself with daily creation like we talked about yesterday. Create your daily play plan and your daily play execution. Use a calendar effectively. If you want that course on how to create time, there's tons of stuff in there, way beyond anything you've ever heard, I'm sure, because it covers three different layers of time creation. One is the, the structural layer, which is calendars and all the stuff that you have heard of. Two is the focus layer, which is something you haven't worked with, probably. And three is the energetic layer, which I know you won't have worked with. And the, each one is more effective than the last. So if you really want to learn time creation, go get that course, uh, Creating Time for Joy and Productivity, off the website. In any case, learning to deal with whatever comes up in your life every day, every distraction, every um, thing that pulls you out of your initial plan, lean into it with love. Only do those things you want to because you choose to love what you have. You can live saying, I'll be happy when, or you can be happy now loving what you have while you are at the same time creating the thing you will have next as you build your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger.